Thanks for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Uh, I, we just got to get right to this episode. This episode was crazy from the beginning. It was such a good episode. I didn't know this person going into it, and it was wonderful. Uh, good experience. Uh, can't wait to have this person back on. Please like, review, share. How are you supposed to say it? I feel like there's a certain way you say that in, in an order. I always feel awkward when I say it wrong. Um, review, like, subscribe, uh, share, review, like. I don't know. Uh, do one of those things or all of them wherever you're listening to the podcast. If it's on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to it, uh, reach out to nerdballpodcast at gmail.com. All the social medias, just search Nerdball Podcast. You'll find us there. But uh, I don't want to keep you waiting. This episode was great. Uh, a lot of cuss words. So if you're around kids that you don't want to hear cuss words, maybe that's this isn't the episode. Um, but it was good. If uh, if you're like me and don't really care if my kids hear cuss words uh, as much, I mean, I guess we, I mean we don't drop them all the time. Um, but it's kind of fun to to get my daughter mad at me when I say shit or something. So uh, anyway, a lot of cuss words in this one, but such a good episode. So, uh, just uh, energy. Uh, energy oozing everywhere. It was great. Uh, so please, uh, please, again, please reach out if you have any any guests that you want to be on here on on that you would like to hear on the podcast. Um, but yeah, boy, here's the episode. Uh, buckle up. What's up, fellas? My name is Mickey Sullivan, and this is the motherfucking Nerdball Podcast. I don't know. Can I say that? Probably not. <laughs> yes, you can. That's good. Oh shit! All right. is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, I've been waiting for this shit since Nam. I'm sorry. It's just once something builds up so long inside of me, I'm like, I- I'm here for this and I'm ready to go. We have so many talking points. Dude, you know how you play that music at the end of every fucking episode? Yeah. You know how you play that music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to. We're not getting to today. There, there will be where we're going. There is no music at the end. Well, there, there has to be, and okay. and and you keep freezing. So I don't know if it's me or you, but it, but it ain't gonna happen. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm hardwired in, so I don't know what's happening. It's probably me. Should I move the computer? Somewhere? Yeah, we can try. Then it's probably me. Yeah, yeah we can try. Me. We can try somewhere else. Hold on one second. I know what I'll do. Can we? Uh, can we can we like pause it and then give me a couple minutes? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. All right, pause it. Well, give, give me a couple minutes and I'll kick my kids out. Hold on. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh boy, now you're getting a, you're getting a tour of the Sullivan household. Oh my, <laughs> Sullivan's, you gotta get out of here. Daddy's got a podcast to do. Go down in the basement. It'd be sweet if you didn't even have kids. You're Alexa. just talking. Stop playing that dog shit. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Hey guys, is, if you need food, just uh eat those cold ramen noodles downstairs. This is all this is all this is all staying in. All right. All right. So so you're not freezing, it appears now. Well maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well I guess I guess we'll go. We'll see what happens. All right. No, hold on. I get one second, one last second. One last second. This is so chaotic. What's happening? We just started. Uh. 
No, uh, so you've never had a podcast like this shit before. I guess not. Your your view your view outside your back door looks nice. Nice. You have like a wooded lot, or is it just some trees back there? No, no that's. I live in the city, and that is those are just plants. We just they came right out of the alleyway. Okay. Um, right. No, I'm joking. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. First of all, should we start again, or are we gonna just no? We're, no, all that stay there. We're good. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, so what? Uh, what I normally start with is. Uh, I normally ask people and it just you're one of the few that I am interviewing that I don't have previous relationship with. Uh, it's very right. few, very seldom does that happen. So I'm very intrigued by this answer. Uh, I always ask people what they what they are nerding out about something you're super into a hobby, something that gets you away from like the daily grind, something you either you do by yourself, you do with your family. You, it's just some some sort of hobby that gets you get you that you re just really love doing. So thank you for mentioning that. We we have not met before. You are correct. Yeah. And so we have a lot of loose affiliations, which we're going to just zip right up, okay? By the end of this interview, you and I are going to be best buddies, okay? okay. Yeah. You're going to be you're probably going to be a groomsman in my next wedding. I don't know for sure, <laughs> right. but I would say I would say probably that's going to be the case. Okay. All right. I nerding out, I don't nerd out anymore on pretty much anything because I started this stupid, stupid drinkware company called The Choosy. So we're okay. going to get this shit out of the way real fast because sure. I did a podcast last week and they didn't talk about it till the end of the fucking interview. And then I felt like I, I just couldn't let loose. So we're going to get this promotional shit out of the way and then we're just going to rip. We're just going to be it. ripping and tearing. Got All it. right. So it's called The Choosy. It is dumb as fuck. I don't have one near me. I did in the other room with the unstable connection. Uh, it is a koozie, like a stainless steel Yeti koozie, except the bottom screws off and it holds a can of chewing tobacco. It is a dumb niche product. It did not exist. And because I am an ignorant person, I was like, I think that should exist. And I couldn't <laughs> sleep for a while. Like for months, I thought about it, couldn't sleep. And I was like, well, let me just see what I can do if I can patent it or something or somebody wants to buy it from me. Mm -hmm. so I patented it. I went to the company and I said, uh, like the, the patent office is there and said, what? What do I do next? You know, I have this provisional patent. They said, well, uh, give us $10,000 and we'll take it and uh, we'll try to get a, a company to buy it at trade shows. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, I don't have $10,000. That's a lot of money. Giving you $10,000, <laughs> bro. They're like, yeah, you make a quarter off everyone sold then. It'll be perfect. I'm like, I'm not going to make that money back up. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I told those people to fuck off. I went home. I read a quarter of a book. I went on the internet and Google searched how the fuck to, to make something work. And it is essentially like you have to bring it to life yourself. Yeah. So you have to create a business. You have to get it manufactured, create the website, get a little business plan. And I was like two typing with my fingers like sure. this uh, business plan three plus four. And I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing, but we have these now. The website is up and running. We kind of model it after like, a, I would say like a Yeti meets Barstool Sports. So we're going to have this, okay. this line of drinkware where the bottom screws off. They can hold a can of chew. There's 10 million hardworking, blue-collar, red-blooded Americans that use chew. A lot of them aren't proud of it or whatever. I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of if you do. There's pouches and tobacco-less nicotine, like the smokeless nicotine. Tons of people use Zins and shit like that nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like it, it grows 37% a year, the amount of people that use smokeless nicotine. So it's 10 million now, and a couple years from now, it's going to be 25 million. So um, we're just getting giving the first ever form of drinkware to people that have two vices, you know, it's not that big of a deal. The ones that drink and chew, we're just giving them a home and putting them together. And then we, we market it by making stupid videos that are really 
testing my relationship uh, with my wife because she does not <laughs> like any of it at all. But I think it's funny and it seems to be working and catching on. So that's what we're doing. You, you know, uh, you said testing the relationship of your wife. I'm sure she's well aware, uh, well aware of who you are, uh, just based on this five minute conversation that we've had so far. So I, th I think you're okay. Uh, I think you'll be all right with that with your relationship with your wife. So <laughs> this is true. I I was always my my favorite thing to be proud of was that I was class clown in grade school and voted class clown in high school at St. John's. And then it it was. You know, some people are like, oh, I got a scholarship to college or, you know, I, I'm really good at sports and I was just good at being a dumbass. So yeah. I just kind of rolled that into a career. And, uh, you know, and it, it's not my actual career. I work for a fire department out here in Maryland. And uh, that that is what actually pays the bills and, and is fairly rewarding and is a really good job. And I love it. But um, the, the drinkware stuff is like this, what I would be technically nerding out about because that's what has consumed most of my time for the past six months eight months so you have a website we do it's the choosy.com so most of the stuff is um i put on the socials to make people laugh and keep them entertained for the ones that aren't going to buy the shit i don't really care but if they follow if they follow it on the on socials and instagram is the main one um then they'll they'll love it and it'll be like a brand that can grow and they can talk about it and they can see it and a lot of the people now starting off obviously they know me the people from my hometown of toledo and the people out here. And so they all followed and stuff. But at now we started in June. The website went went live in June. Mm -hmm. And now it's starting to kind of catch fire. And people are contacting me about this and that. And we had a company try to buy us out already. So uh, it, it seems like it's going to progress, and which is good. Because, you know, I, like I said, I would end up getting divorced if, if it doesn't progress. That's a, that's a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> uh, this thing better work or my family's going to be dissolved. Dude. Not if Zoe is going to be in my next wedding. It's not a bed. It's perfect. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm on your I'm on your website right now. Um, hey, I'll put I'll make sure to put it uh, in the show notes. People can check it out. Uh, click on it, um, and you can get. I saw that you can get to all the social medias from that website too. So I probably won't I won't tag that. They can just click on there. Uh, why do you have a caveman as your logo? I guess. I guess that's kind of that's kind of like who I am is a, a a dumb dumb type of caveman in a modern society so when i was designing this stuff in the fall i went on fiverr which is like i'm sure you know it's like a yeah. website where you can get logos and stuff right and mm -hmm. usually it's pretty cheap and it's people from other countries doing the stuff and i was like all right this is kind of my idea i'm thinking like you know a neanderthalish or a, a caveman of sorts in a modern society because that's who i am i'm a i'm an ignorant kind of wild dude but i like to drink and i'm proud of it and i i'm kind of crazy and everybody respects that but and he was like, oh, okay. And he didn't didn't speak English or whatever. He's just typing back and forth because he's 12 hours behind me or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he sends me a picture of the, like a, the first one. It was a caveman in a, a super short, like a skirt, right? Leaning up against the wall like this. And <laughs> there was rainbow, all just sorts of rainbow lights all through, like all through the buildings. Like he yeah. was in the red light district. <laughs> and I was like, buddy, this is unfortunately the exact opposite of what I'm going for. For. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to appeal to the middle Americans that yeah, yeah. use chewing tobacco, not the uh, the red light district. But we figured it out. We found the logo, and that's what we went with. Yeah, yeah, it's cool looking. I was I I always like stories, especially like obviously you talk about the choosy. It's a it's a beverage holder, and it holds your chew. So I'm like, all right, well, how does a caveman work into this? So I like I like uh, 
uh, hearing, hearing that kind of stuff, especially working with somebody who doesn't know the English language very well. <laughs> yeah, it was a little time consuming trying to figure that out. But yeah. all right, well, now that we're past that, fuck, fuck that stuff. We're not even going to worry about that. We got lots of things. Let's start in on just, so I'm from Toledo. I went to St. John's and I'm like the same age as you. So we probably know plenty of the same people. We obviously both know uh, Jim and Tyler. I worked at Putin Bay with them in the summers in college. So I went to OU, but then I didn't want to ever come back home because Toledo sucked for me and my family was not great. And so I was like, well, I'm not going back home. And I decided to go to Putin Bay. My sister had worked at Putin Bay. Yeah. And uh, that's where we, because they pay you to stay up there mm-hmm. and they pay you to live. And it was just like a great summer job, right? And you're like so, living in a little paradise. Yeah. So, so do um, you know, do you know our friend George too then? If you went to St. George Smith, he worked at Putin uh, Bay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was in my class. So the dude yeah, was so, just I said, 20. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was I was gonna say he because he went to St. John's too for I think his freshman year. He went to St. John's. Um, yes, yeah. I was gonna say like I remember him, but I didn't. I don't think he. Yeah, he he obviously left. But yeah, um, yeah, we just had our 20 year reunion, and so I got lots of stories from that. Did you guys end up doing something for yours or no? Yeah, so ours, yeah, ours, we're doing something in September. We right. we uh, people organized it to go to the football game, uh, Friday night football game at Perrysburg, and then uh there's a hotel here in in uh in the levis commons mall perrysburg that uh we're gonna have a, a place there to to hang out and like a big ballroom or whatever one of my my brother-in-law who was also in my grade um i'm married uh he's married to my wife's sister so uh he just he just happened to be in my grade also so he's but he's in a band his name's jake he plays so he's gonna play at our reunion too and and uh so it's gonna be pretty jake cool in the venom. yeah yeah so I watched the documentary, loved it. So oh, did you? Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Are yeah. you ready for this guy? What's up? Uh, my dad is Sully from the Village Idiot, the old man that sits outside with the beard. And... Oh, really? Yes. That, that oh, would wow. be my father, my lineage. I'm so okay. proud of <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to take that. No, so especially yeah, my, especially because dad... especially because you said you didn't want to come back to Toledo because your family sucked or whatever. Yeah, I don't know the exact well, words, but no, I mean that, my mom is awesome now, and my dad is. I I talk with them every once in a while, so it's not bad. It just when I was I was like the third child, the last child, and they got divorced when I was like eight or nine, and mm-hmm. they both kind of went crazy at that time, and I was just kind of left in the cracks, and so I started like drinking at an early age and got into trouble and stuff. And uh, I have a million stories that I cannot share on here, but there's plenty of people that will watch this and be like, oh, yeah, I had to bail him out of jail or I remember his ass getting carted away someplace. But um, so, yes, that that is my dad. And he's worked at the Village Idiot for probably 20 years or so now. He doesn't work there anymore, really, um, but he still lives across the street. And then during our high school reunion this past couple months ago, um, all the guys, we were at Brandywine and all the guys... Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, let's go to a bar afterwards. Let's go to the Village Idiot. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to go to the Village Idiot. <laughs> of all the and, bars. Yes. And so my buddy Parge had rented a Sprinter van for us. So we we jammed like 25 people in this fucking Sprinter van. And we go to the Village Idiot. And then I get hammered. And my dad's not there. But, like, some of the people know me. Some don't. He's not there. And I'm like, I'm going to go knock on his door. So, like, I go all hammered across the street. And I knock on his apartment door. And he, like, answers the door in his underwear. I'm like, what's up, bro? And he's just like, oh, my God. He's like, call me tomorrow when you're sober and we'll have lunch. And I was like, okay. And so, yes, that was that. was that. But so, yes, I go to the Village Idiot every single time I'm in town. I've never seen Jake play, but I've heard a lot about him, and the documentary was awesome. I loved it. 
Well, yeah, I'll have to tell them uh, that, that you loved it because it was it was a cool thing. And and for me to be a play a little uh, small part in it, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and, you know, he's he works hard and, and that's that's his thing. Like he, he loves music and he loves, you know, being a part of of here in, in town. And, you know, and it's it, it was cool to see it. And it's cool to see, you know, people like yourself here that that they liked it. Yeah, you did an awesome job with it, man. It made me really proud. I was like, I don't got, I don't get to see like documentaries from my hometown very often, so yeah. that was, it was great to see. Yeah, yeah. All right, you ready for the next one? You don't have to worry about talking points because I have them all. Wait, 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 wait. I, I do have, I do have another uh, question. Fine, um, but uh, <laughs> wait, whose podcast is this? <laughs> um, so I, I understand, and you don't have to tell them, but I am very intrigued because my my brother. Uh, my mom was on this podcast and she, it was a two-parter. She talked Listen about to the whole thing. Love yeah. it. Go so ahead. She, continue. So, so, you know, all that stuff, you know, my brother passed away from drug overdose. Uh, so like anything, like nothing's off the table. So whatever you want to talk about, like dive into it. If you don't want to talk about it, then we don't have to. So, so Ooh. I, I, I never, I, I don't, I don't like telling people what they can and cannot talk about because I want people to be themselves. I want people to feel like, they can do like cussing. People ask me about cussing. I go, you can cuss if you want. I don't care. That's if that's who you are, then that's who you are. I'm not going to like censor people just because. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to let it rip. Yes. And the episode with your mom, um, your mom and my mom are like kindred souls. My mom was a nurse for 35 years at like Toledo hospital. Um, and she's just the sweetest lady. And she reminded me so much of your mom. Yeah. I think we need to set them up on a mom date if we ever get a chance, but <laughs> They it seriously is. are like two peas in a pod, dude. It's yeah, hilarious nice. to hear hear her talk like that. So, um, and then in terms of like more serious stuff, I don't because I'm like a goofy dude. I don't get into serious stuff very often. Hey, it's fine. Yeah. I'm the I'm the Tuesday doc. Like on the website, I did an episode. Um, it's kind of like it's almost like uh, a Dirty Jobs type episode. It's called okay. Everyday Badass, where like I interviewed two of my um, two of the guys that I look up to the most in the fire department. And uh, the reason I do it is because for the first 10 years of my career in the fire department, I was a paramedic. And when you're a paramedic, you see lots of awful gut wrenching things and it's an extremely stressful job. Um, and what I didn't realize is that for those 10 years, when I was in the back of the ambulance, someone, it was usually the worst day of their life or close to it, you know, mm -hmm. and what I was doing which I didn't realize I was doing as I was interviewing these people to help make them feel more comfortable during the transport time to the hospital. So it'd be like, all right, they broke their arm or they're having trouble breathing or chest pain or whatever. It's just me and them in the back. And it was good that I was able to talk to them. You know, the best paramedics are the ones that can kind of open people up and talk to them. But I, I was asking them questions about their life and trying to get them to feel more relaxed en route to the hospital to make them feel better because if they had a good experience then I would have a better experience and then they would get there happier healthier and stuff like that and so every day I was at work I was subconsciously interviewing random ass people that were going through something very difficult and so uh talking with people became a skill of mine and I loved doing it but I didn't always love doing it in the back of an ambulance on the worst day of somebody's life so mm -hmm. um I, I wanted to turn it into something more and I thought the base that I'm kind of shooting for is blue collar, red blooded Americans and everyday badasses that are just going above and beyond at their careers or their families um, for extracurriculars, like coaching, things like that. So I took these two guys. They're two of the best guys I know. The one guy, um, he grew up in, in the hood in, in D.C. and he was into a lot of stuff growing up that wasn't good. And um, he turned it all around. He became a reverend. He joined the fire department. 
Um, and he, he's just one of the best guys that I know. And then the other guy I work work with uh, he's on my ship and he was a paramedic for 20 years and he's got so many crazy stories he saved so many lives and he's just an old country humble hard dick and he's just like doesn't hold anything back so i did an episode with them and we talk about our careers and what makes them tick and things like that and i hope to do more episodes like that but surprisingly enough you can't get a lot of people that are like yeah i want to fucking talk to myself i gotta figure out what your how you get these people to come on your show because i like i've asked so many people like oh man you're you're a great person you do all these extra things will you come on my show and they're all like pretty humble they're like no i don't really want to talk about myself but thank you very much so fuck off <laughs> well no, normally like i said at the beginning there's a lot of people i know and um more, more times than not the the question or the statement I'll get back is, Hey, you want to come on a podcast? Well, why would it, why would anybody want to hear what I have to say or why I'm not interesting. And I always tell people I go, or they're like, I, I don't like talking about myself. And, and I always tell them, and you can use this too. I always tell them everybody likes to talk about themselves. They just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because it's true. Once, once you get going, like when, when's the last time besides you right now and, and the other podcast, when's the last time someone just sat down with you for an hour and asked you questions about your life or about you or your hobbies or that doesn't yeah. happen on a regular basis. And it's not it's not natural too because when you get to be a yeah. good conversationalist, you want to you it's supposed to be back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. So you like if I if I talk for more than a minute, I'm like fuck, shut it down, ask them a question. You know what I mean? That's what I tell myself in my mind, just because you want to have a conversation, which means they talk, you talk, and back and forth, and then eventually it just starts free flowing. You know, that's yes. what, how I think of it in my mind. But yeah, when you give me these open floodgates, like oh. Let's just ask Mickey the, about the drink. Let's ask him. About, and I'm just going to fucking spew it out because I, I just don't. I'm, I'm living a dream right now. And I get to talk with my boy who's going to be in my next wedding. And so I, I'm not holding back today. That's all right. That That's that's the point of this. Like I'm asking you or in your case, you have talking points that you want to talk about. But that's that's the thing. Like this forum for you is like you shouldn't feel like, oh, I, I've, I've talked too much because this is where you can talk too much because I'm the one who needs to relax and, and listen. And, and that's just the way it is. Well, but as far like when I get you, get, get, get getting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the worst. I'm getting you on everyday badass when I come back in town and you're going to fucking I'm going to ask you so many damn questions. Your head's going to be spinning. That's all right. That's all right. That's uh, that doesn't happen very often. So I'll be excited for it. Yeah. All right. All right. Next talking point. You ready? Okay, we're go. Gonna hit that. We're going to do a P-Berg list of okay. uh, people from P-Berg that we probably know in common. First of all, we're going to hit this one right out of the park. My little cousin played football for Perrysburg, Jack Sullivan. Yeah. You Can know I, Jack? Yeah. He was a wide receiver. Okay. Uh, uh, I think he just, I think he graduated last year. Yep, right? he's going to OU. He's going to yeah. follow in my footsteps, baby. Going to be a drunk Neanderthal soon enough. Yeah. So can I can I tell you the thing I liked uh, about Jack um, was so I was I believe I was his wider his position coach. Um, was I ever his position? I can't remember because I I changed. We got a new coach. I changed positions. Um, I can't remember if if that was sophomore year. I think that maybe that was sophomore year. Um, but he has such good hands, like he catches everything, and yeah. I really, I really like that about him. Uh, he just, and I, if you ask him, he just wasn't athletic as the other kids. Um, but man, he was such a good, like g- I liked talking to him. He was a good kid. He'd worked hard. He, like I said, he had hands for like he could catch everything all the time. He was, he was just a good kid. I really liked it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't talked to him much. He had his little high school. Uh, reunion i think it was like a week after i was in town so i wasn't able to make it so i sent him some beer money i think but 
Uh, I know he's going to OU in the fall. My sister still lives down at OU. She's a, she's a high school English teacher down there and she actually taught Joe Burrow, which I always like to name drop that because I fucking love Joe Burrow. And I hope one day he's going to be on uh, this podcast with you and we're going to just sign him up and then we're going to be living a dream, hanging out with Joey D with all the drip. Do do you think that's how you'll get your second wife? You're just like, Hey, my sister taught Joe Burrow. (laughs) And panties, you can just, they're just dropping all (laughs) over. No. All right. Next one. So yeah. one of my best buddies from is from Perrysburg, technically, originally, Thomas Carr. Do you know Thomas Carr? Did you go to school with him? So I moved to Perrysburg when I was a freshman. Uh, okay. I I met Thomas Carr. I hung out with him a few times, but um, I didn't since I didn't grow up there, I didn't know him. But I know I know who Thomas Carr is. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's one of my good buddies. He's a wildcat, not like myself, and disappeared. He's coaching down at the College of Charleston um, for their basketball team. Oh, nice. And he's doing, yeah, he's doing awesome, and he's in the coaching realm as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just got to see him a couple weeks ago for the reunion, and we had a blast. And we got to uh, – I wanted to make sure that I was at St. John's. So uh, I, I think I told you guys this a little bit, but I – nobody wants to plan a high school reunion, right? And Correct. because I have not lived at home for 20 years – I still have dreams of like driving around South Toledo on the trail and then going down, you know, South Detroit. And like, I'll just be driving around South Toledo in my dreams. It's fucking ridiculous. So (laughs) I have all these deep seated memories that I need to unpack and we're not going to probably get into them. This is going to be a three part podcast, like I said, so maybe that we'll get into them later on. But uh, I was like, I, I, I would happily plan a high school reunion because people we had asked around and I asked all the nerds and stuff that were supposed to do this shit and nobody raised their hand and everybody's like, no, I'm busy. I'm successful. I have kids. And I was like, well, I'm fucking ignorant and I love getting drunk and I would love to plan this party. And they were like, okay, you know, go ahead. So I planned it. It was a blast. Uh, I was a little overzealous with it because I got, um, I got a DJ with karaoke and not one fucking soul was drunk enough at the time. We got kicked out of our high school at like 10 o'clock. I think it was supposed to end. And so by 10 o'clock, nobody's even hammered yet. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And so I had this DJ with the karaoke and I was like, fuck it. I got to do some karaoke. I paid for this shit. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's let it rip. So I like to get drunk and sing Mr. Brightside. And so that's what I did. And it's it's on all of the socials. It's on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. I, the one has got like, 40 or 50,000 views because I ripped my shirt off. So who wouldn't want to watch that shit? So it's it's a clip of me singing Mr. Brightside in the commons at St. John's. And to get people to ooh and ah, I ripped my shirt off because I'm a sexy beast anyways. And uh, not not too many people ha- have that caliber of creativity to go down that that lane at their high school reunion. So I turned it into a little a little post and and promoted the choosy out of it. Which well, is good. Well, yeah, what well, as you should. Selfish. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um so so do you like karaoke i'm assuming you do because you're the one who bought it right or paid for no, it no i mean i don't do it i just like being an idiot and if uh, it makes people laugh you know the killers are my favorite band and they're like good showmen and i see them whenever they're in town in dc but no i i did it one time <clears throat> i think the first time was on a cruise ship um and then there was like 500 people there and they fucking loved it i ripped my shirt off there too and i was like <laughs> hey, i gotta do this more often baby this feels good my pulse is like <laughs> jacked up I'm like, yeah. you get a little high from doing anything just like public speaking or you know what i mean when you're out yeah about yeah some friends that stand up comedy and so they're like yeah you get a natural high from it so it's stupid but it's fun and i can do it drunk and in my sleep because i know all the words and it's my favorite song so that's what i did we had fun at the reunion it was a good time um we turned it into a couple day event and like i said we were at brandywine golfing and stuff 
and I don't really fucking golf because it's a rich white guy sport, but I drove the cart around and got hammered. So we had a good time. Yeah. I don't golf either. Uh, I, I, I have That's because you're not a rich white guy. So <laughs> I have in the past, uh, and I'm terrible, but I know I'm terrible. So it doesn't frustrate me. Uh, I golf with, I golf with some of my friends back in the day and they get frustrated all the time with it. I'm like, all right, well, this sport's hard. Just know that you're not going to be really good at it. It takes money. It takes time. It takes practice. And you have to wear tight, stupid pants and a yeah. fucking asshole shirt, which I don't agree with any of those things. So no, I'm not going to ever be good at golf. I do enjoy getting drunk and driving around the cart and being outside and away from my kids. But no, I'm not going to go to a driving range, spend fucking, you know, $20 to hit some balls and then do it like every week for years yeah. and be like, yeah, this is, this is what the fuck I do. No, I got kids. Yeah, we got a coach, bro. Yeah, yeah. We got things to do with our actual family. So we, hey, we're better off because of it. Now, instead, I just do this dumb podcast in my basement. So. <laughs> no, see, no, this is, you're very good at this and you're getting all of us to talk and you're making the world a better place. It's your philanthropy. Well, I do what I can. And uh, I'm, I'm almost through 200 episodes, which is pretty exciting too. That so. is insane. I'm coming back to 200. I'm coming back to 200 <laughs> part two. And we're just, and maybe I'll take the glasses off that day. It'll be a revealing to see these fucking bloodshot peepers here that are underneath <laughs> this. Thing. Bring your second wife and we'll call it. We'll be good. Oh, well, see, I got to find that one still. That's the problem. <laughs> She's out there. She's out there someplace. Uh, but I want to ask you about coaching, man. So I know you you coach mm -hmm. for uh, for Perrysburg Football Varsity, right? Correct. And you coach your kids as well? Yeah, I coach, uh, I coach baseball, softball. Uh, I've, I've coached a lot of stuff. I've coached junior high track, high school track. I've basketball. Yeah. How, how do you manage all that? Uh, my wife is a wonderful person. Like that. <laughs> That that's really what it is because during football season it's very difficult to my my daughter does but twirls baton three days a week my son is now uh, practicing tackle football I have football practice to go to so it's a lot of her managing the kids and I tell her every year like hey this coaching thing is a one year contract and every year I talk to her and she's never going to tell me not to because she knows how much I love it and the kids love it too as they got older they got involved you know before they. All the families can sit in the back of the back of the end zone and the kids just run around and play with the other kids. And uh, yeah. but now my son, the past three years, has been water boy uh, for the varsity team. And he I told him he had to graduate to ball boy this year because the older kids have to be the ball boy. They got to be more responsible. Nice. So he doesn't like it. He wants to go back to ball boy. He had we had our first scrimmage on Saturday yesterday uh, and on Saturday. And he uh, he asked after can I go back to water boy? I said, nope. Sorry, you you got to stay up. It's more responsibility. You're older. We got younger got kids that could do. Yeah, got to yeah, keep but, climbing that ladder. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I've coached. I've coached everything, and I love it all. It's fun, dude. I I can't even imagine what your little calendar looks like. What do you have? Like physical copies on the fridge, or do you have a whole hallway dedicated with fucking stamps and post-it notes, or what? How do you do it? We do have a. We we are very particular on the on the calendar we buy. It's it's a bigger calendar with bigger boxes, and then all the way to the left. You can put names in for, for, for like, I think it's like mom, dad, Mateo, Lillian. So all the names go in there. So then when you go across, whatever's in that across, that's who that, that's what that person's doing or what, what they're for, or, you know, so different activities, games, practices, it's mostly the kids stuff that's on there. Um, Cause I know everyone knows I practice Monday through Thursday and then have a game Friday and then practice Saturday morning. So, but it's uh yeah, it's, it's well, we gotta be well organized and sometimes it's, it's not, but my like I said, my wife's a wonderful person and she makes it work. So, dude, I'm always so jealous of people that have their shit together because you know what we do every morning when we wake up like this. 
oh, all right, we got to get to school. Somebody fucking eat a Pop-Tart real fast. Get out the door. And then we just pack our shit. We're like, all right, you got practice after this. We'll pick you up. All right, somebody will pick you up. And we just fucking throw the shit together every day. And it's, yeah. it's it would be nice if we had a board. I think we should probably get a board. Yeah, it's it's nice to be a little bit organized, but we're my wife and I are, are we're planners in general, uh, and I know when I can enter, like when I can interject and not because if I have a day off during the week, and it's during the school, I don't Those do anything. Allowed. I well, <laughs> I do. I don't do anything with the kids in the morning because my wife has it down. Like here's when they eat, here's when they're out the door, here's when they do this stuff. So I asked if I, I was like, hey, do you need me to help with anything? And she's like, nope, we're good. Like. Cause if I try to like, Oh, I fed them. Well, you're not supposed to feed them. They're dry. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Just, well, you do it. And let me know. Let me know where I fit in. So. Yeah. She, listen, you're just there to help her out. Okay. You're there. You're her assistant coach and you're going to twirl her. Baton, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's all you got to worry about. How does that work with your daughter, man? Does she just practice throwing shit at home and you're just, just always catching it, dropping it, hitting people. So she won't practice at home and that's a little frustrating, but I don't, it doesn't bother me too much because she does it three days a week already. Like she practices three days a week. So like, I want her to practice more at home, but she gets probably between the three practices. I think it's like three hours, maybe a little over three hours of practice a week, uh, at, at the gyms that she goes to. So, it, and plus she, she has to do other things. So she does, she, she she'll do softball in the in the fall in the spring and you know so i don't i don't try to i don't get get on her too much about it but she's been doing it she's she's gonna be nine she's been doing it since she was like three and a half oh my god so. she's gonna be a professional like, she's well, so it it blows me away how good she is yeah and if she if she does not major in baton throwing she can be one hell of a cop and just beat the shit and go aggressive, <laughs> aggressive on the streets just you know a twirl in it a little twirl and then some beats and then some twirls again she'll go viral in no time and cops only have one like she can she can she can twirl three like throw two up in the air hit them grab another one just multiple coming right at you not that i not that i condone police violence oh no mickey froze Mickey, where'd you go? Uh oh. Hmm. Probably my internet because it sucks. So oh, there you go. Right. <laughs> that, you that was the, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. That that was the first time that 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 happened since yeah, you moved, sorry. since you kicked your kids out. So now the you're kids good. probably started playing fucking you know Call of Duty or some shit in the basement <laughs> with nine players. All right, uh, the next person for Perrysburg. Uh, I don't know tons of Perrysburg people, but Megan Cryan went to grade school with me. Do you know Megan Cryan? I do, yeah, yeah. I think we made out when we were like 19, so she's not going <laughs> to like me saying that. But, hey, we were 19, bro. It, whatever happens, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Water under the bridge. Water <laughs> under the bridge. Her, yeah. her husband's going to beat this shit out of me. <laughs> as long as you were both 19. Then you're good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that was the case. Uh my boy, uh, Jared Parsegian, he has this company called Par Bikes on uh, one of the main roads there down by the river in Perrysburg. Have you ever seen those bikes? I have not, no. They're no. like, uh, there's definitely, I want to say four wheels. They're a four wheel bike. And you okay. sit in it and you can fit two or four people in it. And they're just cool as shit. They're like old timey. You can be hammered. It, it requires no stabilization at all. And you just ride around. They get kind of fast and they get big and luxur luxurious. And he owns this company and they're fucking sweet. They're called Par Bikes and they're based right out of Perrysburg. And I think he has one out in his front yard. And uh, I mean, next time I'm going to go there, I'm going to try to steal it if it's still parked in his front yard because I can't. <laughs> 
afford to pay for one. But so so do you? Does he rent them or he you you buy them? I think you I think you just buy them. But, okay. Uh, you might be able to rent them. I, I don't know. Parmex, All right, along yeah. the sports lines. Sport, this is a, a kind of a sport sportish issue. I don't know if you saw the other day on Facebook or somebody. I think a couple days ago posted this clip of this kid from St. John's. His name is Brian Dooley. He went to OLPH. Yeah, yeah. That clip had me fucking tearing up. But because he went to my grade school and because he went to my high school, I slid right in that motherfucker's DMs. And I was like, dude, I'm so proud of you. That, that made me feel so good. That was awesome that you did that, you know. And yeah. and he, he texted me back or whatever. And I was like, hey, man, I don't have anything to give you, but I'll send you a choosy. Do you want a choosy? And he was like, sure, I'll take one. And then I sent him the, the video of me at St. John's dancing naked. And I, he hasn't said anything since then. I'm pretty sure I was scared. <laughs> He's like, all right, this guy's a fucking creep. But he's once he gets the choosy, I sent a t-shirt in there too, so I'm sure he'll feel better about that. But nice. that was an awesome story this week, and he gave up his scholarship for this other kid that was like selling plasma and couldn't afford to really go yeah. to college and had to pay his way. Which, hey, motherfucker, I had to sell my blood and shit in college too. Nobody's giving me any fucking scholarships. I was out. I had to go to West Virginia from OU, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Drive 45 minutes. Probably wasn't even worth the fucking gas money. And I would just sit there twice a week because you had to go twice a week because then you got more money the second time. I think you got $20 the first time, $30 uh... the second time. And I was down there. And Parkersburg, West Virginia is no fucking joke. Those people don't even have teeth down there, bro. <laughs> Now listen, if they want to buy a choosy, they have plenty of teeth. So I don't want to make fun of them. But uh, Wait, so, is teeth are teeth necessary to buy a choosy? They're not. You just fuck yeah. their hot right in the gums. <laughs> all you need is some gums. We all have some gums. But that was awesome to see Brian Dooley this week do that. And yeah. him some making making me feel real good about South Toledo. Yeah. Um you mentioned you went to OLPH, is that what you said? Yeah. So I went to Our Lady of Lords. Do, do you remember Our Lady of Lords? Because we would oh. play OLPH in sports. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where was that at? That was on. That was by Rogers High School on Hill okay. Avenue. Yeah, right. yeah. I did, so my buddies all make fun of me because I do not remember a lot about uh, our hometown and people's names and stuff like that. When I was playing the reunion and shit, I was yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? And I felt bad. But like, you just kind of go through the day to day when you're a kid. You don't really the awareness level is not there. So like, yeah, I went to high school with a couple hundred kids and it's like, I didn't, you, you know them all technically, you knew their faces, but mm -hmm. I didn't know everybody's names and it's been 20 years since I've ever heard some of these people's names. But yes, uh, th there were some kids uh, that intermingled between OLPH, Megan Crime was one of them. We had some other kids. I was going to write their names down, but I fucking forgot. Uh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> my buddy, uh, another kid we ran around with every once in a while, Nate Odd. Nate Odd, he, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -mm. All right, it's, it's not Fuck that small. I don't time. know. <laughs> Give a shot. Hey, we connected my dad. That was a big one. Yeah, uh, yeah. And my cousin, dude, we're we're crushing the list. I'm I'm pretty much done with the list here. I don't know. Now I'm a little nervous because the talking points have finished. That's right. Um, when you so did you did you grow up in Perrysburg or where did you live at? You live in Toledo, South Toledo. Yeah, I lived in South Toledo, uh, off Glendale, over in the hood. Dude, I yeah. stopped there. Last time I was home, I, I always just stop by because I'm like, I got to put my peepers on it so I can feed these crazy dreams that I have. Mm -hmm. And the house is like purple or blue or something something weird. And there was a guy out front and it's on Watova in South Toledo, which is like a dog shit street. And it used to seem so big when I was like five years old and I lived there. And now it's just like this little rundown street. And these houses are probably a hundred years old now. So they're not in best shape, but um, there's a guy out front and I was like, Hey man, how are you doing? He was like, Oh, I'm good. So, Hey, I grew up in this house. Uh, you know, 
how is it? You still have the pool in the backyard? And he's like, yeah, you want to come see it? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go see it. And my kids, my kids were in the car. My dad was in the car with us. We were going to go to a Mud Ends game. And they were all just like, oh my God, this fucking guy. And so mm-hmm. I embarrassed them like that on a daily uh, daily basis for the most part. But I went in the backyard. The pool was still looking good. And uh, everything else looked like shit. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. My dad built this addition back here. You know, he wasn't a very good carpenter. And the guy I'm was so like, sorry. The guy was like, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but it seems like you're doing well. And, uh, you know, we, we put, we went, oh shit, I got a kid crying and Uh-oh. we went our separate ways, but it was awesome to like go into your old house that you grew up in. I don't know if your parents still live in the house that you grew up in, Mm-mm. but no, I, uh, I drive by, I'll drive by my old house. I work for the Toledo Metro parks. So if I got to go to like Swan Creek or Wildwood, it's, it's kind of close to my old, old house. So I'll, I might, I drive by it. It looks exactly the same, but I, I, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go and knock on the door. Um, do, it. do it next time. You'll feel good about it. I don't know, man. I, I'm terrified. They'll let you in. They'll let you in. They'll let you in. <laughs> and you're going to have all these crazy dreams then for the next couple months. We, we drive by. So my wife and I bought our first house. We live in Perrysburg now, but we bought our first house in South Toledo off Schneider. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I lived off Schneider, too. I lived in a lot of houses, okay? Yeah. I lived on Fullington off Schneider. Fullington. Mm. Where, is that closer to South Detroit or the other side? Uh, it's I think it's close. It's closer to the other side, but okay. where the parks are, the the soccer fields and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's closer to that. But then I also lived on Muirfield. Yep, yep. Muirfield. Yeah, yeah. I know Muirfield. Ring a bell? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. I bet <laughs> we know some of the same kids off Muirfield. Now there was this kid uh, that used to beat kids up. He was such a dick. So the Muirfield house. Let me tell you this. I grew up in the smallest, not didn't grow up, lived there for like a year or two. The smallest house on Muirfield, it literally was like a, a little baby's house. And, and I'm going to offend some people. Little little people, I think that's what they like to be called. Is yeah. that, can we say that? Little the, people? Par, the proper parlance, I believe, is LPs. Yes. Good. You Google it well, before I make an ass of myself and correct me if I need to think. <laughs> uh, little people lived in this house. And uh, I, didn't, I did not know that. My mom rented this house after the divorce. And just her and I were going to live in there. And I was like 10 years old or whatever. And <clears throat> she was like, all right, she was a nurse. So she worked 12 hour shifts. And so I was just old enough to stay by myself. And she's like, all right, you're going to be good to stay here. It was our first weekend in the house. I was like, yeah, that's not a problem. I can stay there. And so she's like, when you wake up, you know, eat some breakfast and somebody will come pick you up. And I was like, all right, good deal. So I woke up and I hear this banging in the house. I'm like, and this is like my first night in the house hanging and I wake up and I go to the kitchen on top of the basement stairs and it's fucking it is coming from the basement somebody is in the basement making noise and I'm like nine ten years old I'm in my fucking underoos I go to the top of the basement stairs and I'm like hello and the banging just stops and I'm like oh my god oh my god I'm fucking die I'm fucking die and I go hello and I hear this hello and I'm like, oh, God, not two seconds later, a small person comes running up the stairs full speed, full speed at me. Now, when you're nine years old, not only is it scary to get chased up the stairs, everybody's yeah. afraid of getting chased up the stairs. When you're in the basement of any house and you turn the lights off, you fucking go up the stairs a little faster, correct? Yeah. Everybody does because you don't know what's behind you in that dark. Well, imagine a small person running up. <laughs> After you, you're nine years old in your underwear, all sorts of shit going through my head, okay? All sorts of shit. And I just fucking and, and also I don't know, this this could just be me, but I feel like their feet 
is they're a little faster because they're closer. So the pitter patter was was pretty fucking fast. In my mind. Yeah. That's yeah, how it quick, played out. Quick pitter patter. And it was like they were gonna get me right away. Super fast. And I fucking bolt to my bedroom. I slam the door and I, he's banging on the door, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm so sorry. Get out of my house. And I'm like, oh, get out of my house. <laughs> he's like, what'd you say? I said, get out of my house. Please don't murder me. I'm so fucking sorry. I'll do whatever you want. And he's like, oh my gosh, is your name Mickey? I said, yes. And he goes, oh, I'm the landlord here. I own this house. You must oh my God. I didn't, I didn't know that you were here today. I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, you're going to have to change my shorts, buddy, because <laughs> this it's bad down here. So that oh was my, my Muir, that's my Muirfield story. That's what I remember from Muirfield. All the, all the good, wholesome family memories. And I offended so many people in that story. That's I'm going to get fucking canceled. I can't imagine what you were thinking about when you're nine. <laughs> it set me on the path I'm on today. Obviously, I'm fucked up. Real fucked up. All you, right, you, what uh, which, where did you, what street did you live on? Um, I can't remember. That that was the the house my wife and I first bought. Uh, I was trying to think as you were telling me that insane story. I was trying to think. It's uh closer to South Detroit. It's a it's just a cul de sac. It, it's a dead end street. Uh, I can't think of what it's called now though. And did it's, you ever it's, go to that that bar? What's that bar on South? Um, the pizza bar there. Pizza bar. Like on South Detroit at. What is that? Schneider? Heather Down? Is it Heather Downs? Yeah, Heather like, Downs. Gund- um, I don't know. I don't know a pizza bar. Terrible. That's the a- one bar. It had to be cl- It was like right by Frisch's. It used to be Frisch's Big Boy or some shit. Kind of by Burger King. Um, oh, Capers. Capers, yes. Yeah. So we used to go to Capers. I could walk to Capers from like my fourth house that I lived in off <laughs> there. Yeah, my, yeah, that was before we had kids. So my wife, yeah, my wife and I would go there. We went, we went to Capers a few times. Yes, I got uh, punched at Capers so many times. I have so many great memories of that place. Jesus. And Doc Watson's. I didn't get punched Doc as many Watson's. times. So I kind of grew up in Doc Watson's because before Sully, the Village Idiot guy, worked at Village Idiot, he was Sully of Doc Watson's. And so when mm-hmm. I was a kid, he was a hippie in a sense, and he did not own a car. But we split time, and I lived with him by myself and my mom by myself. Uh, we would have to ride our bikes up to Doc Watson's and all around to basketball practice and shit. And I fucking hated it. Cause the winters in, in Toledo are not, they're not really conducive to riding bikes when you're fucking nine years old. Yeah. And by small people up the stairs. So <laughs> I, I, I kind of resented it for that, like not having a car. And I was always like, no, I don't mind it. And I fucking definitely mind it. And now I all, now I wear scarves when it's cold out. And that is really, that's not really my demographic, and I'm not proud of wearing scarves because I think most men shouldn't. But I hate being fucking cold because it goes straight back to when I was a kid riding a bike up Heather Downs, South Detroit, and just getting to Doc Watson's, and all I ate was maraschino cherries and mozzarella sticks, and I played drive or whatever that fucking race car game was, and that was my childhood. And like I said, that's why I ended up the way I am. Uh, you look like if I just if I didn't know you and you just stood somewhere, you look like you would put a scarf on though. Uh, so. the, that's not what I'm going for. That's why well, I grew this stash because I'm I, like, well, that yeah. plays into it. That plays Look into it. Me. Oh, now yeah. the stash says scarf. Yeah, I'm getting rid of it today. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, I found my street. Colleen Court was my street. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where we had our first child, our first our first home together. And then we split when we're like, well, we're having more kids. Uh, we can't be in this tiny home anymore. 
hear you. Yeah, I love, yeah. dude. Do you not love South Toledo though? Does it? I did. It did. It was. It was a cool place. Uh, if you ask my mother-in-law, it felt like we were driving. My my mother-in-law has been in Perrysburg her entire well. So they moved from Buffalo, but they, she's that she's ne- they never live anywhere else but Perrysburg. And when we were, whenever we were looking for a house and we would cross the Maumee River, it's like we we're in a different uh, time zone. <laughs> so I never thought of South Toledo ever as being like a bad neighborhood to grow up in. Like I, I never had any problems, and I'm sure there was. I just wasn't aware of it. Yeah. And somebody yeah. was telling me some story like, "Oh, you you grew up off Fullerton where that guy got murdered and put into a sewer." <laughs> and I was like. What? what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, like three houses down from you. Some dude got chopped up when you were little and put in a sewer. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I didn't. <laughs> maybe it wasn't the best of neighborhoods, but I don't know. They do. They do call Swan. Well, not they. Uh, people that I work with in the Metro call, Park field. What do they call Swan Creek? They call you Swan. Me. Stab Come Creek. Come on, offend me. Just slap me in my face because I used to run cross country there. I I love that place more than anything. Tell me what they call it. Stab Creek. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys need to come out to DC and Baltimore. I'll show you some I know. real stabby. I know. There. There's some real stabby ones. Uh, so when was the last you were? When was the last time you were here in Toledo for your reunion? Yeah, I, I came back a couple weeks ago. Um, for my sister lives in between. Oh god, what is it? Amherst, Amherst, Ohio. So it's kind mm-hmm. of by Sandusky in a sense. Yep. Um, and it's like really close to Lake, a beautiful town. And she lives up there, and we do, like, a family vacation every year. I have one sister who lives in Athens, the other one in Amherst, and then still some, like, sprinkled family in Toledo. So we did Putin Bay for a day. We go to um, Maumee Bay State Park for a couple days. It's beautiful there. And, uh, yeah, just do some Toledo stuff. We went to a Mud Hens game. Stupid shit. Yeah, but yeah, I come back, like, once a year. So when I come back and we do round three of this face-to-face, we're going to be – it's going to be eventful. And I'm going to make you drink a lot of beers out of the choosy – and probably slap in a couple a couple Zimbabwe's as well. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to do it. And then we're just gonna get all jacked up and it's gonna be a, a it's it's gonna be the two hundredth episode, actually. Right. That's what I, it's gonna be. I will, I'll tell you right now, I'll throw up immediately. So if that's what you want. Perfect. That makes great great clips. I can go viral with that. <laughs> just a little bit. What what about like uh yeah, we'll we'll find some mellow ones for you, some little tiny dimple dusts that you can just Man, I I put uh this was had twenties uh, early twenties I put a pouch in one time and immediately just fucking threw up yeah yeah that's it usually was, what happens the first time but uh, it's not easy in baby just come is, on. no it, I I'm still waiting my brother was addicted to drugs my mom alcohol my grandma gambling so I'm waiting to see what I'm addicted to so I try to stay away from that kind of stuff I think you're addicted to podcasts though <laughs> and I think that's a good addiction so you're doing there good. we go. There we go. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I'm waiting. I'm like hiding around every corner before that addiction just pops out at me. No, you're doing fine. <laughs> you, it would have already revealed itself by this point, right? Uh, maybe, maybe. How are my boys, uh, Jimbo and Tyler, doing? So they're good. Uh, Tyler, um, well, we do that Three Dads podcast together. Uh, so it's Love fun it, there. Yeah. Uh, Tyler's good. He has a new girlfriend. Uh, which is awesome because Tyler I've known Tyler since high school and he I always tell I always tell him and other people that he loves love and it sucked when he got divorced uh, but I didn't like his wife anyway oh she's not listening a lot of us didn't um but Tyler was in love and we're gonna support Tyler and we may or may not have told him prior I mean he probably knew why they were married because there there were some things that were said through Facebook comments and that kind of stuff. Not like you're a bitch or you should get divorced, but like we weren't very nice to her sometimes. 
She's gonna fucking take you to Swan Creek, bro. <laughs> no, she's fine. Um, so so anyway, this <laughs> this new girl or uh his new girlfriend is is pretty cool. She's she pops her head in or we can hear her in the background when we uh when we talk about or when we do the three dads podcast, because if she's there, she'll she'll you know we'll ask her a question or whatever. So but yeah, it's cool. Uh Jim, Jim's good. His is not to bring this podcast to a screeching halt but his mom is not doing too well um he talked about on three dads that she has leukemia so uh he's going through that right now um but he uh he's a good dude man and i'm glad that those guys are around i i tell him regardless of what we talk about on a podcast it's just nice to be able to talk to them once a week and just catch up and clown around and you know just to just stay in touch because you don't always well much like you know you don't always get to hang out with your friends all the time or your best friends and sometimes you go months without without talking to someone and it's nice that we can set aside an hour a week for the most part to to just chit chat absolutely when you have like those best friends that you know you know you, you're so close with that you could just talk to about anything any mm-hmm. point in time that's kind of like a rare case you know what i mean so you keep those dudes around and that's good that you get to chat with them once a week and stuff and i'm sure that you know hopefully you know it's it sucks what jimbo's going through with his mom and stuff like that and but i'm sure he he needs talking to you as much as you know you, you need talking to him so yeah yeah I'll probably help him out and help him get through this stuff and i'm sure the the three dads will, will always be there and he, whenever he comes back around you know yep yep yeah but it's it, it's uh, like i said it's cool to do that you know i this is I've planned vacations with our guy friends from high school too. So this is, we're going on the second one. I call it a mancation. The second uh, one is next June. So there's, I think 15 people got invited and eight are going. So uh, it's pretty exciting. The last time we had nine people go. So it's, it's cool. And then just to hear, like we'll post pictures on Facebook from the last one. And people are like, man, you guys are, it's cool that you guys are still friends. You know, now we're out of school almost 20 years or 20 years now. So it's cool to like still be friends with those guys. Yeah. That's awesome. Where are you guys going to go? Uh, so this year we are, or I should say next June, we're going to San Diego. Ooh. Uh, George, our friend George lives out there and we kind of got the hookup on a, on a really sweet place. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll text you the picture. So you're jealous, super jealous of it. I will uh, be. but it's, yeah, it's cool. We're going out there, like I said, next June. And just, uh, last time we went to Austin two years ago, we went to Austin and just swam and drank and had a good time. So, man. Dude, yeah. I was I was away from my kids and family for one day this past week, uh, and I, I think like I, I drank a lot, stayed up late, and smelled like cigarettes. And I did not smoke cigarettes, but you just smell like cigarettes from being out. And I was like, oh, that was plenty. One day I'm good for yeah. another couple months. And I don't even like my kids that much, but one day away from them is like, all right, you know, I miss you. I'll come back and talk to you a little bit, I guess, and yeah. enjoy you. But. <laughs> Well, dude, thank you so much for ha- I don't know what how long did we did we hit the about mark? an hour? Yeah, you did. You hit it right here. That's that was, oh, you yeah. ended you ended your podcast. Awesome. So perfect. That's what I like to do. I like to go out on a high note. I got a meeting at Swan Creek that I got to get to with uh, Tyler's girlfriend. We're gonna plan out something, and she's gonna pay me accordingly. No, I'm so happy you had me on, dude. I had an absolute yeah. blast. And uh, when the 200th comes around, I guess I will do it. It will. <laughs> I, I can probably pencil you in. I don't have the calendar up. But I'll get the calendar up and I won't miss it. I promise you. The, the, the bad thing is I'm, I sometimes I don't know who I'm interviewing until the day before. Uh, so I'll be, there. I'll be on your porch like, hey, so, <laughs> me. Remember? Well, thanks, man. It was it was I guess it was great to meet you. Uh, yes. This is uh, this is cool, man. And 
you're uh full of energy and i'm glad this is you were the second podcast i did today the first one is a little earlier so dude maybe- now i just feel like a tramp this well, is more- i have to do i have to do two in one day what do you want me to do Four sloppy seconds <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I'm, hope, I'm hoping to do a third one tonight with there's the three different dads, but uh, so at least you're in the middle. <laughs> Not even coming back. All right. Well, thank well, you very much for having me, buddy. And yeah, man. Guess what? Because the the choosy has such a huge following, you're gonna have at least two to three more followers on your podcast at the end of the day awesome. if you if you play your cards right. So we're gonna be crushing this for the future. That's all I need. Hey, I'll if you can send me a choosy shirt, I'll send you a nerdball shirt. Let's do it. I'll all right, man. One, I promise. All right. Thank you. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Yep. Bye. See ya. Oh, boy. Uh, thanks to my guest, Mickey Sullivan, for coming on the podcast. That was a great episode. Um, he's still he's texting me right now, even after the episode. Uh, that was that was great. Uh, like I said, a lot of energy. Uh, cool to hear about his business, the choosy. Um, I don't know about him trying to get me to drink and do dip. Uh, I don't know about all that. Uh, like I said, I'm definitely 100% throwing up if that happens. But uh, <laughs> cool to like know some of the same people. We lived in the same areas of town. Uh, it was cool to, to know all that. And again, for someone I never met until two seconds before the podcast started, uh, that was it, it was fun. It was fun. Definitely, I'll definitely have him back on especially because he comes with talking points. So uh, maybe I'll make it a requirement that when he comes, if he comes back on, he has to have talking points. Uh, But that that hour flew by. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments uh, on YouTube or iTunes or wherever you can leave comments where you thought about the episode or any of the episodes. Uh, Share your favorite episodes. I'm always looking for to see what people uh, what people like about this podcast or even not even the whole episode. Just say, hey, I like when you do this or I like when you do that. I haven't been doing those question segments just because it's more editing and football season is busy. So uh, hopefully I'll get back to that. But uh, yeah, like, review, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Search us on any social media. Just search the Nerdball Podcast. You see my face logo pop up. Um, Thank you for for doing everything. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking, reviewing, subscribing. All that helps the podcast. It's growing. It's growing. And uh, I like seeing it. Uh, expand, seeing new people come on, seeing new people like it, uh, listen to it, the downloads go up. So uh, thanks. Thanks. That's all I can say. Thank you. Because this podcast wouldn't be anywhere without the people listening, without you all listening. The people out there are what uh, makes this podcast go. So I will quit repeating myself over and over and just say thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, the Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.